Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a second. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. Thank you so much. You're listening to Background Noise. Welcome. I am super stoked for today's guest. We'll be talking to Tyler Gilbert. Now, he has a huge range of music. Your stuff on Spotify goes all the way back to 2011, but I'm sure it goes back further than that. But why don't we just start off? You can tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and kind of your little shtick. Oh, it sounds pretty good. I My name, like you said, is Tyler Gilbert. I am a, I call myself a rock musician, but like you said, my music has like kind of took some twists and turns over the years. But at the heart and soul, I guess I would call myself a singer-songwriter that just happens to be in the rock genre. And yeah, I've been making, I started making albums. The first one actually came out in 2008, but it's, it's, uh, I keep it hidden because it's just horrible. <laughs> and, the, and the world doesn't need that one. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I spend my time touring, playing shows, and, and making albums. So it's it's basically my my dream come true. Very cool. I love to hear that. Well, let's start off. We'll talk about your latest album. And then as we go on, we'll go back a little bit further. But that 2022 album, Kill the Magic, it was a pretty kind of classic metal-y album. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and the song I want to talk about in particular is Man in the Dark. So why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that song? Well, like a lot of my songs, they um, they kind of touch upon kind of philosophical terms and ideas and stuff. So this one is kind of about um, like an older fella who has a garden and he kind of tends it. But he's kind of humbled by the fact that the earth is older than he is. And he knows, <laughs> kind of gets a little dark, but he knows that eventually he's going to return to the to the dirt. <laughs> That's still beautiful. Where did you go about recording that album? Uh, I it was recorded. I have my own studio, which I do a lot of like the the guitar work, electric guitars, and and stuff like that. And then the main chunk of it was recorded at Blue Door Studios in Regina, and also at uh, Divergent Sounds in Musha. That's awesome. Let's spin Man in the Dark, have a listen to it, and then when we come back, I'll ask a little bit more about some songs from that album. Yeah. 
to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more and we're back thank you so much for listening to background noise i'm sitting down with tyler gilbert amazing range he has here of music uh we're talking right now though about his latest album kill the magic now another song i want to talk about I really, really enjoy this one, was Cultivate Madness. This particular song, again, because I, I seem to stick to dark themes, it's about this person who kind of, he grew up in a kind of like a cult-like community. And this is about him trying to, he, he escapes them in some form or way. And um, he's, because he was raised to believe certain things and ideas, he's, He's kind of questioning everything that he was once taught. Pretty much the premises of <laughs> of that song. That's awesome. And now, so I noticed kind of in your music, you your earlier stuff was a lot more country, so to speak, and acoustic. And now your later stuff is a lot heavier, a lot more rocky, a lot more metal. Did you start playing country guitar? I've always had a very diverse influence of music and of my own personal liking so i don't know if it's a great thing that i have such wild spans of diversity within my albums but it just kind of happened that way so i when i started out 
I should mention that I seem to want to try and make every kind of music that I liked, which which is kind of strange. But when I started out, yeah, I was I was more acoustic, kind of folky stuff. I did a lot of touring solo, like just me and me and my acoustic guitar. And in that time frame, I, I really liked how the stories and the lyrics kind of came through the songs clear more clear than like than loud rock music and stuff um so i was really enjoying it back then and then i i just kind of changed because like i've always been heavily influenced by metal and, and rock music and and then playing guitar i was like wheedling those newly solos and stuff so it's like oh i gotta get more into the in my rock influence here so it just kind of naturally progressed that way over the years and uh, yeah, I'm really liking it, and I'm still di- delving further into the the metal genres of of my music. So, honestly, your range on Spotify, how you just the diversity in the albums, that's what made you stick out to me when I was searching for people uh, to come on my show. When I realized that, and you have, like I said, everything from country to metal. You even have a Christmas single on there. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, it's about time I get a Christmas song here. And of course, I, I turned it into a, kind of a spookier Christmas tune. And that's because that just seems to be what I gravitate towards is spooky, haunting st- sounding stuff. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, I know you you mentioned that you play the the guitar and stuff a little bit earlier. Would you say that's like your main instrument that you do? And how did you get into playing the guitar? It's definitely like my, my two things are like the guitar and, and vocals. Um, I do play other instruments, but those are those two are are my main my main ones. And I just love playing guitar. And I, I started back it was kind of the summer of grade eight, grade nine sort of era, time. And uh, I, it, my friend his name is Lunchbox. Shout out to that's what we call him. Shout out to my buddy Lunchbox. He was kind of the main inspiration of of why I wanted to start playing guitar. And I remember exactly the moment I I realized it. I was on the phone with him. I think I was playing video games or something, and he was playing guitar. And I was listening to him. And I was like, man, I should I should do that. I should learn how to play this thing. And I and I did. So it was he he was the guy. Awesome. Well, let's spin a little bit more of your music. And when we come back. We'll keep chatting. Sounds good.
I'm drinking Wake up, don't let your mind play tricks You may recognize my voice Might remember these words My thoughts you'll never know I sent them to the underground But all my secrets slip through Bringing pieces of silence Bringing pieces of silence We're losing simple ground In rage we call the late madness We rule We're losing inch by inch In rage we call the late madness
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning into Background Noise. We're sitting down with Tyler Gilbert, the man of many genres. That last song we listened to was On and On, one of your artist picks on Spotify. Definitely a bit of a contrast from the songs we've been listening to earlier. Uh, why don't you go ahead, tell me a little bit about that song, and why is it your artist pick? I was always a big fan of Michael Jackson. In fact, he's he's like my favorite vocalist of all time. And even though this song is not quite Michael Jackson-y, I wanted to have kind of that that R&B slower beat to it. So this was kind of my attempt at making something that, that kind of touched upon my influence from, from the R&B side of the world. And I really like how it kind of it came out and the, the vocals in the chorus are, are really soaring. And and, the, and then, it's, of course, it has the kind of the orchestra added into like three quarters of the way through it. And, and yeah, the song is the story behind it is this fella who's he's just kind of an independent loner, I guess. Maybe that's myself. I don't know. <laughs> but um, he he just kind of like he's okay with like seeing people for a, a brief time and then perhaps never seeing them again. And he's just content with being a, a an independent loner. <laughs> that's actually really that's beautiful and not not to like point that out, but like. You're, this is kind of more your like solo project, correct? Like under Tyler Gilbert, because I noticed you have touched a lot of other bands. <laughs> you've, you've just just slightly you've been in there a little bit. One in particular that I noticed that was on your Spotify was uh, the band Third Ion. Uh, you fronted their debut album. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that and kind of you know, your your journey being that artist that, you know, goes ahead and, you know, just guest specials and people's songs and, and stuff like that. I've always enjoyed, uh, like, working with other artists because, like, because I've done a solo thing for so long that it's it's nice to um, kind of collaborate with other groups. And, and this project was actually, it was kind of a shock that I got asked to sing for them. It, a buddy of mine, he's actually, he produced, he produces most of my albums, um, Justin Bender, he was the guy that started Third Ion, and so he he was always a kind of a fan of of my vocals and the way I sang, and and he asked me to front the band, and I, my first thought was because it's they're a progressive metal band, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can, <laughs> I don't know if I have the brain power to to keep up with the time weird time signatures of this of these songs, but but it actually turned out pretty good, and um and and the first song that I ever sang with them was and, and wrote the melod- vocal melodies for was. A song called "Collapse," and um, it just—I don't know—it seemed to flow pretty naturally. Actually, it was surprising because I, I'm not really too much influenced by like prog metal, but but it just—it clicked me and Justin. And we, we've been working together for so many years that we just have such a good rapport with each other. So it was quite easy to record those songs. That's actually funny that you mentioned "Collapse." Why don't you tell me about "Collapse"? Um, it's. The, the way that we worked this project was um, Justin actually wrote, uh, I think he wrote all the lyrics for these for these songs, and then I I kind of mostly just came up with the vocal melodies for him. I can't overly specify what he was thinking about when he wrote the lyrics, but it it has a the song itself has a quite a 
a long intro with no vocals, and then it has just this booming building chorus, and again these like soaring vocals that are uh, getting up there in my vocal range. <laughs> he always liked to have me sing really high notes. <laughs> So well, luckily I was able to do it. <laughs> Would you say that third ion was kind of your first ish introduction into like having that kind of heavier music? Because then I noticed, I don't remember when the third ion album came out, but then need love and shelter came out in 2018. And I felt like in your Spotify list, that was kind of your first really, really metally song on there anyways yeah yeah um you're right i i I too don't remember the year that the third ion (laughs) album came out but um it did sort of progress that way like like i said i was always a fan of metal and rock but but it wasn't until uh need love and shelter which came out on the underdog album that was kind of my first like really heavy uh commercial release that i put out in a way i i would think that third ion album probably did help push me into more of the uh, the heavier st- stuff. Cool. Well, let's listen to some Third Ion. And uh, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the Underdog album and Need Love and Shelter.
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. And we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise. I'm having so much fun. We're sitting down with Tyler Gilbert, the man of many genres. And right now we're talking about kind of his first metal song and album so to speak on the spotify list need love and shelter came out in 2018 off that underdog album why don't you tell me a little bit more about that song and that album and kind of writing and creating it yeah um i was kind of nervous releasing this album and and that song in particular because it was such a drastic change from my previous works and i remember talking to a buddy of mine down in Kansas, his name is Jesse Roper. We were at uh, the Folk Alliance uh, Festival. And I was like, man, I, I'm, I'm scared to release this. It's like, what well, people, my previous fans are going to hate it. And he's like, do you and me make a million bucks? No. Well, then who the hell cares? I was like, ah, oh, it sounds pretty good. You're right. <laughs> so so he, he kind of helped me, like, get some confidence in releasing this heavier stuff. But... But yeah, it was really the the um, fans really seemed to enjoy my heavier side of things, and and it's actually my best, most well received and best selling album to date. So it's like it went pretty well. And and this particular song, "Need Love and Shelter," is is I guess you could say my love song. I don't write a lot of love songs, but this would be about as close as I get to them. Um, it's basically a guy's telling or person couple and he's like saying that he'll do what it takes to provide shelter and constant love and affection (laughs) that's beautiful you know i actually i did really i love that song and that one goes into my elite like songs list because i i did love that that love song style it was so beautiful and powerful i really enjoyed that one and uh, let's talk a little bit more, still about kind of that, that medley stuff. Um, you did some spooky background vocals for a song, Ditch Confession. Why don't you tell me a little bit about working with Daniel and that song and how that one came about? Yeah, um, me and Dan have been friends for, for quite a few years. We, we've done, we've played shows together here and there. And, and his his writing style is very haunting like i i like to think that my stuff is haunting and spooky sounding but his on that particular album his takes a a di- couple giant leaps even further into it than my stuff so he's got some really kind of experimental songs on on there and he had me he asked a few of me and a, a couple other guys that i know to do these these really creepy background vocals so we were all kind of lined up around this mic doing these spooky sounds but but it turned out really neat and i've never really heard anything kind of like his his music it's just so it's so different another album that you had that i i also kind of feel like had that spooky vibe to it especially the album art in particular was the 2020 ep the fallen um the song superman in particular really stuck out to me but that album also had kind of a spooky vibe and that cover as well. Who ended up doing the cover art for that? It's a, a guy, he, he goes, his company's kind of called, they're called uh, Necrographics. His name is Harley. And he, yeah, he does amazing work. He's he's based out of Regina. And I've had him do 
Or I've got him working on a couple upcoming ones too. So you'll see more of his work. He actually did the the underdog cover too with the with the vines and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I basically I just I tell him this this rough idea I have, and he and he comes up with this things way better than I ever pictured in my head. So, but, but yeah, that that EP came out during the the, the craziness of the pandemic. Um, the funny thing, like a lot of my songs are actually like because it takes a while to make an album, so or EP or whatever, and uh, so a lot of my songs are actually were written and and I've been working on them like years before. So these ones weren't actually written and recorded during the pandemic, but just prior to it. And uh, and yeah, it's a it's kind of a dark um, themed EP. I was kind of having a rough time in in life when I was writing these songs, and so so they're not the most jovial, but they came out really cool. <laughs> and I've had a lot of good compliments about the that particular EP. And I think it was neat to release them as an EP that way, just because they were. So they were all kind of just, they suited each other. They kind of helped each other in that theme of The Fallen. Cool. And then what about the song Superman in particular? That one is like the concept of kind of looks at the point of view of the villain more so than the the hero. So it's it's from his, the be- evil guy's point of view. He's like, I'm going to take you down, you, you good guy. <laughs> <laughs> And then that's that's pretty much it. And on that song, the uh, I really like the, I really went kind of haywire with the with the guitar solo in it. But I really wanted the guitar to like be screaming just like the the evil villain would. Yeah, no, I I really like that, and I do, I like all your guitar sounds and that like the crunchy sound that you have. What do you uh, what do you like to use for equipment? I assume you mix it up per album, but do you have like a favorite pedal you love to use i i do um i've been like each one each album has kind of been a little different setup uh, i used to use like my, my main go-to was a marshall jcm amp uh, half stack amp and then i i've switched and i always had my speaking of pedals i always had my, my zach wild overdrive pedal but but in these newer albums um i actually switched entire systems to a kemper setup they're like a digital processing app and um i'm really really loving them a buddy of mine down in las vegas showed me them he works out at the the hideout studio and he showed me these things and it's like man i don't know if i'd ever go back to the to the marshall even though they sound good but the cool thing about this it's funny that i said i'd never go back but the the one of the things that the Kemper amp can do is it can replicate uh, actual amps, tube amps and stuff. So you can hook it up mics and, and it'll replicate the sound and it actually does a pretty good job. So the funny thing about it is I'm actually playing the sound of my old Marshall amp on my new digital Kemper thing. Maybe I didn't change. I don't know. <laughs> it's a very messy world in the in the land of computer technology. <laughs> That's actually that's actually super funny that you just you still replicate the sound. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I, I just realized that I really didn't change anything. <laughs> you just came full circle. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's uh, let's listen to some of the uh, songs off the fall in there. We'll listen to Superman, and then when we come back, unfortunately, we'll have to wrap up the show a little bit. But I will ask you about one more song 
and we'll spin it.
protest the prosecution, but we hear no sounds. They pour ashes on their heads and they beat on their breast. Searching for someone who perceives the unrest.
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. And we're back. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise. We have had so much fun today sitting down talking to Tyler Gilbert, the man of many genres. Unfortunately, though, we have to kind of wrap up the show, which always sucks. But we will play one more song and uh, we'll spin it off your first album, actually, from 2011. That Tyler's World, very country, I I would say anyways. <laughs> but why don't you go ahead, tell me a little bit about that album, releasing it, recording, and then uh, I'll ask you about the uh, one song in particular. Uh, yeah, this song, this album um, goes way back in, in my discography, and it it is back when I was in the folk realm, so I was touring as a just a singer-songwriter. So these, these songs on this CD are very, I said CD, people don't use those anymore. <laughs> um, they're very stripped down to basically give you the feel that was similar to my live shows, just like uh, a solo artist kind of telling stories, playing in the in the back room of the of the venue. So it has a very simplistic approach to the recording and to the producing of this album. And uh, so the song that really stuck out to me in particular was "What If I Told You." Why don't you tell me about that one? Well, once again, this one has a kind of twisted theme to it. It's about a, a stalker. And <laughs> and the stalker is basically saying, what if you knew I was stalking you? What would you do? And and would you is would you like that or would you not like that? <laughs> a very very strange theme, but it, but it has kind of a happy sound to it even though the theme is kind of not so happy. <laughs> you definitely tricked me with that one because I didn't, I didn't pick that up. I, I honestly, I was kind of like, oh, this must be another happy kind of love esque song. So that's, that's funny. <laughs> well, I, I think I think I wrote it kind of general, so it could fall other. It could fall in one of those categories, <laughs> <laughs> depending on. <laughs> awesome. Well, before we spin that one and we finish off the show, is there anything you would like to add in particular? Uh not that I can think of. Just. Thank you for having me on, and and it's it's been really great talking to you. Yeah, for sure. And for the listeners, uh, you have Instagram and stuff, right? What's that Instagram? I do. It's Tyler Gilbert Music. That's the Instagram handle, and I'm I'm on Facebook. It should be the same Tyler Gilbert Music, and I'm pretty much on all the social medias, Twitter, so TikTok. I've I've got. I'm getting youthful here. I've I've got on TikTok. I'm not using it properly. My niece tells me. But but I'm there. <laughs> uh, well, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. I had so much fun. You're such a pleasure to talk to. Now, before we go, let's spin What If I Told You. Sooner or later, everything 
That's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast. Join me again next week. I'll have a fresh Canadian band. We're going to make some new noise. It'll be great. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to playlists, episodes, and so much more. See you later.